Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. Today's show, uh, we're going to do some rapping. We wrote some diss songs about each other because apparently that's what you do when you're on a team. Also, we're going to talk about bush bashes, end of the year celebrations for students uh, coming up. OPP, warning them to behave themselves, and we got some FM 96 listeners with memories and warnings about partying in the forest, and we will review uh, Donald Trump's strategy to convince Kim Jong-un to denuclearize involving that movie trailer that the White House put together. We've got some audio of that coming up, too. It is Wednesday, June the 13th, 2018. Taz, Jim, and Devin Peacock here. Let's look at some headlines around the city of London, Dev. Well, for the city of London, clear garbage bags are something that Londoners will not have to worry about. City Council was talking about this last night. There was a motion on the floor. It lost 9-5 or 5-9, depending on how you want to look at it. So you don't have to worry about putting your garbage out of the corner and everyone along the street knowing what's in your garbage. What was the thought process here? What the city would like to do is reduce the amount of garbage we put at the curb. So it was garbage shaming. Garbage shaming. People could see how much garbage you had in your bags, what you were throwing out. What does the items in the bag and being able to see the items in the bag have to do with the amount of garbage? Well, the idea is that people put more in the garbage than they should when they should be recycling more or Uh. doing something else. And so if other people see you aren't recycling when you could be, then you might be shamed. But that also means you've got neighbors that are willing to potentially shame you and get on you, which I don't. I personally wouldn't do, but I'm, I yeah. know there are neighbors that would. Oh, there's uh, every neighborhood has one of those. The, the the house with the blinds that move every <laughs> yeah. time you walk or drive by. This is like no blinds for your garbage bag. Imagine if your front window didn't have blinds on it. This is what's happening to our garbage bags. I don't need to see what my neighbors are throwing out. That's just disgusting. There's plenty of shame to go around already in my neighborhood. (laughs) Listen, if you want to see inside my garbage bag, then that means when I'm taking that garbage bag out, maybe that bathrobe isn't tied all the way around. Um, Shoppers Drug Mart, scary incident on the, uh, the Wellington and Baseline shoppers yesterday. Uh, car drove through the front, uh, the front of the business. And it really, when you saw the pictures, it brought back memories of the unfortunate incident that happened out at the Costco here in town. Yeah, luckily uh, no one was hurt. But this seems to happen on a somewhat frequent basis where people drive into buildings, whether it's shoppers, other times it's been a Tim Hortons. The worst case scenario is the Costco, and that's, fortunately, locally, it's been the exception to the rule where there was people who were killed. Other cases, no one was injured or seriously injured. Uh, They're saying it was an elderly woman who did this. So do you think, you got to lose your license if you can't figure out uh, drive from reverse, Probably best case scenario is you just crash through some doors and they can take your license away before you do actually hit a person. It's almost like if that if they try to do that, they'd scream discrimination. Instead, I bet you the cities across Canada will just spend way more money putting in concrete barriers, right? I don't know, man, because my uh, my brother got in an accident a couple weeks back with a 91-year-old man. 
Think about that. Guy's 91. He was driving his car legally with his license, blew a stop sign. My brother nearly T-boned him, swerved, and hit the back of the old guy's car. Was he driving a Model T? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he was a World War II pilot. <laughs> like, that's how old this guy was. Can't take away that guy's license. <laughs> that's true. But I think they have now. Uh, There's, there comes yeah. a point where you have to take someone's license away for public safety. The Tash Show Podcast. Yesterday, we were talking about uh, Lonzo Ball, who is a, uh, a basketball player, plays for the Lakers. For now, anyway. <laughs> he has written a diss track about one of his teammates. Kyle Kuzma, who it was assumed they were actually good friends and might still be after this, although based on the actual diss track, it seems kind of aggressive from Lonzo to Kyle Kuzma. Both taking shots, the only difference, you ain't hitting none. They do the for fun, but trust me, boy, I'm not the one. If you the bullet, I'm the gun. If you the pot, I'm cooking some. You won't smoke, you can get it. Dressing for attention. Trying to be Russell Westbrook, you just honorable mention. I'll kill you with each sentence. To me, you just a peasant. Triple B's is independent. Kuzmania can't Maybe this is just the thing now. Teammates write diss tracks about each other, and it's a sign of affection, right? That's, that's what we figured, so... We uh, are going to do some diss tracks here with each other on the Taz Show. I've got to do one about Jim Kelly. Jim's got to do one about Devin Peacock. And Devin, uh, you're going to do one about me. Yes. So this is Devin Peacock's diss track about Taz. Taz! You like to groove to the beat? (laughs) Oh my God. Well, guess what? I'm going to knock you down on the concrete. You're so fake. Four eyes, no hair. Would you cover up with headwear? Go jump in a lake. (laughs) You have eyes, but you don't see. Grab a mirror. Because you're beastly. (laughs) So ugly. Always taking the group photo. Taz, Taz, Taz. Sorry to be mean, but your has been. (laughs) That might be the worst flow I've ever heard in my life. The worst. The only flow worse than that is the flow on top of Devin Peacock's head. So it's time, uh, Jim, you ready? Yeah, old buddy, am I? (laughs) Jim Kelly has written a diss track. This is directed at Devin Peacock. Taz Show 2018, we the best! Devin Peacock, Devin Peacock, big and bald, you look like the kingpin. So silly, if you were a font, you'd be wing-ding. You go up to the cottage in Muskoka. And you come back looking all mocha But you never invite Taz and me Hurts so much, feels like you're stabbing me I, I, I wanna see your peacock, peacock You dress like a dad with your sandals and knee socks Breaking news, this just in Dev thinks he's a squirrel with the nuts he's been busting Too bad the women aren't in real life Dev got busy with the Sears bra section last night <laughs> 
Is that a tear rolling down Dev's cheek? You all right, Dev? That was so much better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, one more. I noticed nobody's gotten really personal yet, so I think I'm going to... Oh, great. <laughs> Uh, like, I want this to ruin our friendship. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, here we go. Jim Kelly, this one's for you. Oh, Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Skinny with a big pop belly. Jim, you got no girl, you're celibate. It's probably because you smell a bit. <laughs> you act like you grew up working hard on the farm. Why do you have spaghetti noodles for arms? <laughs> you drink so much beer, it's affecting your brain. Flight's been grounded because you puked on the plane. Improv is your game. Ask the crowd for a suggestion. Most of your jokes are as enjoyable as indigestion. Oh! <laughs> I feel like this is this exercise has really brought us closer together, guys. Really? Because after that, those personal digs, Taz? <laughs> I think it's over. The Taz Show Podcast. OPP also putting out a warning or asking a favor from students in the area, Dev. Yeah, they're, uh, they're trying to get ahead of the uh, field and bush parties that are to come with the end of uh, high school. So for... Uh, uh, the OPP, this is from Perth County, but it's really for all the regions. They said the last few weeks of high school is an exciting and memorable occasion for numerous high school students. Hundreds of local students will be taking part in parties and graduation celebrations throughout the area. So they have uh, reminded students to keep it safe and to be safe for end of year uh, celebrations. They say uh, to limit your exposure to alcohol and drugs because quite often decisions are made under the influence of alcohol and drugs can lead to dangerous situations, which can lead to serious injury and death. Please want to make it very clear that unsupervised parties, including field and bush parties, are unsafe environments for anyone. And they encourage parents and caregivers to speak with young people about the associated dangers of attending such events. Good old bush bash. Love it. I used to I used to love the bush bash. Now that I have a house, I just like sitting on my back patio. <laughs> <laughs> it's way better being able to have a beer and not have to hike 10 minutes into the woods to do it. <laughs> yeah, have to sit down halfway through and sit on the beer case you've been carrying. Yeah, right. <sighs> Are we there yet? <laughs> but I, it's crazy to me now thinking back. The bush bashes that I used to go to, Clara Brenton Woods, we used to have them there in Oak Ridge. I lived on Queen Anne Circle. This is when we were young, too. This is like grade eight, grade nine. There'd be bush bashes, and you'd have like two beers in your pocket, and you yeah. walk out there. It's like, oh, it's time to party, but definitely dangerous, and as a parent now, I'm glad that I did it because I'm not completely naive to the fact that my son is probably going to do stuff like this but you need to talk to the kids about it and be like there's there's some crazy stuff that can happen back there they can get out of control fast the old bush bashes so we're looking for fm 96 listeners to call in and give us some uh, stories some warnings to some of the young kids who may be considering throwing one of these parties in the middle of a forest
Go ahead. You're on the show. Good morning. I'm calling in about the bush bashes. Yeah, I used to host them. I'm down in Norfolk County. So you'd host them on your property? Yeah, my parents' property. I got permission from them at least. And would your parents kind of monitor the situation, or were you guys way back in the woods? No, we were way back in the woods. Um, it was it was really good, except for I, I, you know I did like 300 cars along the edge of the road. One guy was uh, not the favorite guy in in school. His car did get beat up really bad. All the windows were gone. Even the windshield wipers were yanked off of it. Oh, that poor um, guy. Yeah, but no, it was all good times, good times. Um, <laughs> had a few of them, um, and uh, no, there was never any injuries or any incidences like that. It was just Were your parents not worried about liability, having all those kids drinking on your property? Like, what if one of them got no. in a car and killed someone? No, they, they didn't worry about that at all then, but my 21-year-old daughter asked if I could have one here on my farm now, and I'm like, you give me a plan of liability. How are you going to do this? And she says, well, you know, I'll look after the cars at the road. And I said, no, no, you're going to be partying and drunk out of your face, right? But uh, no, it's, times are different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> times are different now that you're the parent. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Terry, go ahead. You're on FM 96. Yeah, I just want to warn all the young listeners out there that uh, if you live in the northwest area of the city, a great place to go is behind the hunt club. You've got railroad tracks on one side and the golf course on the other. That's yeah, not a warning. It's a recommendation. Well, I can't say I've ever had a bad time there. <laughs> <laughs> so be on high alert. Behind yeah, the Hunt mean, Club is a great place to have a bush bash. Don't do it. Whatever you do, <laughs> don't go to that amazing bush bash spot. That's all I can say. How old were you when you'd go back there and party? I uh, spanned, I guess, a range of years, probably grade 9 to 12, all of high school. Did it, anyone ever get hurt? Uh, a couple of high school fights, but I mean... How bad is that? Oh, really? the, the fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it all turned out good for us, I suppose. Okay, thank you. Hi, FM 96. Hey, I was calling about an uh, announcement for the bush parties. No, we're not making bush party <laughs> announcements. <laughs> do you, uh, okay, do you put the bad signal up with like a beer on it and everybody's going to come party in a Yo, bush with us? Yeah, for bush parties. <laughs> do you have a, a story about a bush party or a warning about a bush party? I'd say it's a warning. If if you're going to do it, no matter how cool a keg of beer sounds, don't take a keg of beer to the bush party. You're so right, dude. It, it'll never be unfoamy. Well, also, you, you can't run from the cops with the case. <laughs> <laughs> someone's, staying to, someone's staying behind to watch it, or everyone's running and it's gone. I don't, <laughs> I've seen it happen. Don't pee on the fire. It doesn't put it up when it gets out of control. <laughs> you just have a weenie roast by accident. <laughs> Hi, FM 96. Yeah, I just had to call in just that guy with uh, the parties behind Hunt Club. Little story was about 10 years ago, 2007, we were actually organizing a bush bash in the exact same spot. And at that point in time, we had about 800 people attending on Facebook, which back then was actually pretty huge. But uh, one of the other students, his parents was a cop and he caught wind of it. And actually they went on New PL about a week and a half before the party, just saying any kids looking to go to this, uh, this area will be under uh, a little bit more high alert watching for people looking to party. So. 
It, uh, it okay, now it sounds quick. like you're you're offering advice to children no. how to get away with it. Do not no, post I, your party on Facebook. Yeah, don't post on Facebook. That's that's one thing for sure. <laughs> but a piece of advice to them would be don't pass out because kids got peed on when they passed out at our party. Oh, oh goodness, that's a, that's a good tip. You gotta you, uh, go. you gotta hand, be bit. able to handle your alcohol. Know your limit. Yeah, or know where to pass out. Yeah, but most parties there. Warning, do not get drunk and drop your drawers and try to do a blue angel over the campfire. <laughs> <laughs> we had a guy do that. He party, we look over and he does her and he burnt himself pretty good, if you know what I mean. Yeah, singed all the hair. Oh, singed the hair and burnt the boys. <laughs> oh, lordy. Back when I was in my early 20s, uh, my best bush I ever went to was up in Elliott Lake. We went about a kilometer out into the bush. Uh, and the great thing about it was, is when we went, uh, the water was still cold, and you just stick your beer right into the lake. Oh, the lake was Beautiful. your cooler. Was it? A, was it like a huge? Was it called Trapper Fest? Nope, nope. It was just a bunch of Elliot Lakers going out there and uh, and drinking beer. I had I was drinking Molson Kick at the time, and uh, I brought a twelve pack with me to this bush bash, and it recommends two bottles of beer a day, and I had twelve. Uh, then I decided to go to the bathroom, and I disappeared for several hours. And then uh, people came and looked for me, and I came out on all fours like an animal, tackled some girl on the ground, licked her face, and ran off in the bush on all fours again. <laughs> and this was the best party you've ever been to. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember it, but apparently it was the best party ever I was ever at. The Tash Show Podcast. Donald Trump has returned to Washington. And he's raving about Kim Jong-un. This is him on Hannity last night. You know, he's a strong guy. Hey, people were saying, what's he like? He's got a very good personality. He's funny, and he's very, very smart. He's a great negotiator. And he's a very strategic kind of a guy. It's easy to be a great negotiator when people know you're just going to kill them if you don't agree with them. <laughs> yeah, you can negotiate anything when you're putting a gun to somebody's head. <laughs> or a nuclear missile. Yeah. T. Uh, Boone Pickens, who's an oil man from Oklahoma, uh, came out with a tweet right at the same time uh, Trump was making this deal, because Trump's known to be, he wanted, he wanted to go and make it a deal. He said, you always make a bad deal when you're desperate to make a deal. So he didn't out and out, and he's like, he's this billionaire conservative guy. He didn't out and out criticize Trump, but with the tweet, it seemed to criticize Trump. He's funny. He's smart. His eyes are mesmerizing. A lot of compliments there. Now, uh, Trump also, we heard yesterday, and we weren't sure if we were going to get to see this, but it is now online, the video that Donald Trump showed Kim Jong-un during their meeting. He had an iPad, and uh, we had heard that he produced some sort of video to show him uh, that it demonstrates how great life could be in North Korea if they work with the Americans. And... This thing is, it looks like a trailer for an action movie. <laughs> uh, let me play some of the audio here. So just picture, it's images of Trump, it's images of Kim Jong-un, uh, technology, factories working at full steam, and this is what it sounds like. A new world can begin today. One of friendship, respect, and goodwill. Be part of that world. 
where the doors of opportunity are ready to be opened. Investment from around the world, where you can have medical breakthroughs, an abundance of resources, innovative technology, and new discoveries. What if? Can history be changed? Will the world embrace this change? And when could this moment in history begin? It comes down to a choice. On this day, in this time, at this moment, the world will be watching, listening, anticipating, hoping. Will this leader choose to advance his country that and be basketball. part of a new world? Be the hero of his people? Will he shake the hand of peace? The hand of peace, and it's Donald Trump. He is the, the hand of hand. peace. The <laughs> tiny hand of peace. <laughs> it sounds like a, like an infomercial, like a cheesy infomercial. Like I said yesterday, when I heard this was Trump's plan, he's taking the same approach as you do when you, you try and sell someone a timeshare. <laughs> Really? And he's putting in images like the, you heard the basketballs bouncing. He he knows that Kim Jong-un loves basketball. So it's like, what if? And there's basketball players dunking. And, you know, he, Kim Jong-il, uh, Kim Jong-un's father, was a big movie fan. So that's probably why they decided to make it look like a, a Hollywood movie trailer. Fun fact, that's the same video he uses to get people to uh, join Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> <laughs> what if... You are part of a golf community. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the real uh, funny part of this. Uh, that video, Trump named that video, or someone on his team called it, Two Leaders, One Destiny. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm not making that up. Two Leaders, One <laughs> Destiny. Come on. <laughs> Sounds like something you, you watch online and quickly have to turn away from. Oh, that's nasty. Ah, what are they doing? <laughs> Two Leaders. <laughs> one Destiny. Oh. The Tash Show Podcast.